to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Alexa. With me is Ambrosia. What's up, Ambrosia? Hello. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to you? the podcast. Doing good. How are you? Good for a Monday. Yay. Yeah. Every day's a Monday, isn't it? Like, yeah. and a Sunday and a Friday and yeah. whatever day you want it to be. It's all yeah. one day. It's all Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Um, just a good thing. Yeah, it's it's different depending how you look at it, but it's been nice lately. We are not alone. We are joined by our beautiful friend, Samantha Lotus. Hello, Samantha. Hey, it's such a pleasure to be with you again. Yay. So happy we could do this. Um, Samantha was on our show, when was it, December? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. we were at the Mystic Manor at that time in L.A., and you were there as the retreat facilitator, goddess. Magic maker. Thank you. And now lots of things have shifted, right? And, uh, and, and you're in a whole new space. So what's up with you? Where are you? <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I was just thinking back to that time right about to have New Year's. You know, we had this big New Year's party at the Mystic Manor. We're all like, yeah, 2020, best year ever, golden year, perfect. <laughs> and then bam. Um, so when the quarantine hit, I uh, I left California and came back home to Montreal. So I'm now in, yeah, in my little my little box where my office, my kitchen, my dining room, my yoga studio uh, is all in one. <laughs> it's all one. It's non-linear. It's, it's all together. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been it's been really it's been really good. Quarantine, I feel, is a good look on me. It's given me a really beautiful opportunity to slow down, to stop, to reflect to really tune in, to ground into myself and to just ask some really powerful questions. So yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a beautiful blessing really. Yeah. Definitely. Good way to look at it. Definitely. It's been a, it's, it's been such an accelerator, you know, and I, I really just, I, I laugh about that too, about how like I was saying the same thing. I was like, 2020 we're doing it all you guys like clear vision like I can feel it this is my year and it's not that it's not those things it's just totally not what we thought it would be (laughs) at all um Ambie I think you and I thought we'd be traveling way more um yeah I guess I thought we would be in uh different countries right now yeah that's okay that's all right it is okay and um 
Yeah, it's just it's almost weird. I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but I've tr- I've caught myself trying to think of like before I knew this was happening, like what even was my concept of the world? Like how you know what I mean? Like it feels like it's it feels hard to imagine a time before you knew this was happening. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does make sense. And you know that when you said that 2020 vision again, it made me think like, I actually do feel like we're seeing 2020 vision right now. Mm-hmm. I believe that we're seeing the world uh, in a very unique and powerful way. And we're seeing uh, very clearly what isn't working. We're seeing the different systems and the structures that are crumbling and yeah. we're just seeing the unity and the connectivity and we're seeing massive opportunities to choose which side of the war of consciousness that we're actually on, right? Mm. Are we succumbing to the fear and, and which is the exact blueprint of the virus or are we succumbing to truth and love, which is really anchoring in what we want to experience this reality and it's it hasn't been chosen or decided yet but there is a war happening yeah and I think it goes that's like the macro level I think it goes down to the micro level as well like in each of us what do we want to choose at any moment because we're living in in two different realities a lot of the time and so you can choose which side of the fence you're going to go on totally let's talk about that a little more like the war of consciousness Um, Because I don't know if people truly understand, um, like, what that really means, you know? Do you want to go into that a little bit, Samantha? Yeah, I I love what Ambie said about, you know, the macros, a representation of the micro. And I truly believe that the world is not this objective thing that, that we're experiencing. I really believe that our, that reality and consciousness is a projection of, of of consciousness, right? Consciousness reflecting upon itself. And we are co-creating this reality through our vibrations, through our thoughts and our feelings and our actions and our behaviors and our our personal identity, which is a mirror of the collective identity. And we're going through this shift in our DNA, shift in our collective story of, are we going to continue down this path of fear and sickness, stress, oppression, deterioration, or are we going to blossom and bloom into this new reality of love and truth and the new age and the golden, you know, golden reality. And the half of consciousness is really in that old paradigm and half of consciousness is really in this new paradigm and we're fighting for it. And wow. the truth, the capital T truth is what, where the tipping point happens. Like, can we literally shift the old paradigm into a new paradigm? And that's going to happen through consciousness and it's mm-hmm. undecided. There's there's this war on which timeline is actually going to play out. Mm. So do you think – I have a question for both of you. Do you think it's that it's un, as in it's undecided as like which one is going to be the one or is it undecided which one will be your one? I think it's going to be which one will be your one. Like uh-huh. which timeline Always. will you choose because both will happen right but it, which one are we going to which one are you going to anchor in for yourself yeah i believe so i believe it's it's a little bit of both right no matter what you look for you will find yeah and and so it's it's not about like a lot of people are like waiting back to like okay i'm going to wait back and see how it all plays out and then i'm going to decide what i believe but it's like 
anchoring in your own discernment. Like, what do I feel is true for me? And if I don't know what I feel is true, what would I like to feel is true? Like mm-hmm. when you take two options, which one feels shitty? Constriction. Do I choose that reality or do I choose the one that feels expansive? That's the war. It's even within us in every decision that we make, in every thought, in every feeling. Are we choosing to live the positive reality or are we going to choose to live the negative reality? And we're all, we are all the co-creator of our own reality. But then also all of the accumulation of every individual does create the collective. And so I feel like it's, it's that the, the balance of the both. You know, it's interesting. I agree with you 100%. And I think that sometimes you can have things that happen over and over. Signs, you could have, um, you know, undisputable evidence and people will still dispute it. People will still say, well, that's not real or, well, it's this way. And I agree with you. It goes back to how do you want to have your experience here? And some people, I believe, are happier being unhappy you know, and that's okay. That's like, that's their, their reality. That's their, what they want to do. But I do think that there are those people that are making a conscious decision to live in the, the constriction. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's what's comfortable. I yeah. Think, you know, it's, it's, psychology shows, neurobiology shows that we are wired and and we, we walk these pathways in our neurological processes. And that's what's comfortable for us. And it's we're on autopilot. And so change is literally uh, the death of a part of our identity. And that death is so scary for people. And so it's like, yeah, the, the comfort in the discomfort. And I like to tell people, like, you don't know how bad you felt until you start feeling good. And that mm. is possible. And, and so it's like opening up, opening people's perspective that, wow, something different is possible and I could actually feel free, mm-hmm. even though I don't know what that feels like, even though that might feel scary, even though it's different. Mm-hmm. But once they go to that place, once they take the leap and go to that place, they're like, how did I ever live that way? Yeah. You know what I'm reminded of is like entrepreneurship. Um, and it's not for everybody, but it's a good example of like how people have the mentality of, I am working this amount of money, right? For this hour. And once you really get out of that construct, you realize like, how did I ever do that? How was that ever an option for me to answer to someone, to punch in, to, you know, be this little robot that they wanted me to be and be unhappy for eight hours a day? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you've, been to, it's like I, I keep seeing like we're breaking out of this box like all our life we've it's like a Truman show you know mm-hmm. our life we've lived in this little box that's been built for us and it's like oh this is great and you 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 know we've become adjusted to like a, a smaller way of life a, a lesser way of life in a lot of ways think being told and believing that this is actually really good like mm-hmm. you know and then it's like when you start to wake up or whatever you want to call it, you look back and realize like it's not that we're living bad lives, especially comparatively to some people in the world. We're living amazing lives in so many ways. However, our lives are like this compared to what it could be. And it's only because of this story that we've been told and that we continue to perpetuate of like, you know, the job we should have, the way we should live, you know, like how many hours we should work, what's normal. And I think that's the really beautiful thing is that through this quarantine and through this situation, people are really like, what is normal? 
Is Mm -hmm. that normal, you know, and questioning that. And I think it's the most beautiful thing to see right now is people saying, do I have to accept this? Wait, all those times that I went into the office and I was told I had to be there. Did I really have to be there? Did I really have to sacrifice this time with my family? No, you know, such an important point. So we, we, we're in the age of industrialization and that's how we are conditioned. That's how we were raised. That's how our uh, education system is built. And so what that means is that from a little age, from a very young little seed, we're taught to be an employee, right? So yeah. we go through school and we learn specific things where we don't really learn anything about anything important. We don't learn about how to, to take care of our bodies. We don't learn about entrepreneurship. We don't learn about budgeting or finance or any of that, unless you specialize in that. But we learn how to be good cogs in a wheel, which Marx would say. And so we're, we're reared and raised with that. And that is a very narrow, uh, a very narrow reality. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I remember just never being able to live that because I was like, oh, I'm claustrophobic. I'm claustrophobic in this conditioning. And what we're recognizing exactly that you said, what you're sharing is the world is opening up. The possibilities are opening up and we're getting to see like, does this actually suit me? Does this feel good? Did I even want to be in this career? Did I want to be in this box or am I too big for a box? Am I bursting out of this box? And if I am, ooh, what's possible? And that's exciting. Yeah. So exciting. Totally. And when you said that, I've always, I remember getting so angry right after uh, college that I was like, because I was then being hit with the real world. I was living in LA. I had my first job. And suddenly, like, I have, like, taxes and, like, just all this stuff coming at me that, like, I was never taught how to do any of this stuff. I remember being infuriated because I suddenly was expected to know that I needed to submit this and save in this way and blah, 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 and just feeling completely helpless and stupid, quite honestly. And then, (laughs) and knowing that I'm a smart person, but just being like, I've never been taught these skills. And, you know, looking back and realizing like, oh, right, because like we're, it, it reminds me of that movie Ants. Do you guys remember that like um, animated yeah. movie? There's this whole scene in it where it's such a metaphor. Like I think the grasshopper or something, the evil one was like, we can't let the ants know yeah. how powerful they are basically. Like that we can't yeah. let them come together because once they start realizing it, they can overpower anything. So we need to keep them thinking that they're just a little ant basically. And I think that's what we are. We're all these little ants, but we're so powerful. And if you've ever seen those videos on, um, I've seen on social media or YouTube where ants literally can bond together and be lift giant things. I mean, it's really crazy what ants can do when they come together. So, um, I feel like that's such a metaphor for us is like, we're realizing like, wait, we're really powerful. And when we come together, we're even more powerful. And so, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm really excited thinking about that. Um, what else do you think is, uh, what else do you think that is like starting to shift or develop from your perspective, Samantha, that it's something like, I don't know, what else are you seeing happen with our society right now? You always have very beautiful perspectives. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Something that came up for me today. I, okay. So I do not watch the news. I like that's toxic for me. I don't watch it. However, I watch alternative news and people send me things. And today I got to see about these killer hornets, these murder hornets that are two inches long. And I started to, and something that hit me 
was, okay, the, the mass fires, the mass flooding, the mass viruses, and now the locusts, the bugs, the freaking killer hornets. This is biblical shit that's happening, right? This is like biblical stuff. And I'm starting to to think about it. Like this, it's very symbolic of end of world times. And I'm not a doomsayer. I'm not an end of world times type of person. However, the world as we know it is ending. As we knew it, like it's bye-bye. And we are moving forward in into very uh, unknown, uncharted territories. And it, it can, again, with that war of consciousness, it can go either way. Like there is, you know, on one side of the spectrum, there's this like mass initiative for big brother and mass vaccinations and microchipping and like totalitarian society. And then on the other side, there's like this beautiful opportunity for heterarchy and for unity and for love and coming together in the new world and the new age. And I, I know for me, what I'm tracking and feeling into is just like the, the, the polarity of what is happening and then asking myself, well, what's my role in this, right? Like, what can I do as a human being? How can I show up? And, and, and how do I be a co-creator of the reality that I want? So that's really what I'm just wrapping my head around and tracking right now. Yeah. Shanti mm-hmm. Sounds, who's watching on Facebook, said, swarms of locusts and birds through the sky too. Full on revelations, yo. <laughs> I love Shanti yeah. Sounds. Shout out to her. She's just amazing. She's so sweet. Yeah, we love her. Um, she, she actually said earlier, she's like, oh, look, three of my favorite people. Um, <laughs> but uh, actually, what that reminds me of is Ambie in Virginia, not just in Virginia, but like mainly there, all those, all the geese on the roofs. There's like a glitch in this matrix. Yeah. So the geese have started to like stand on the roofs and they like honk and hiss at people, but they're on the roofs. They're on the roofs and of all these houses. On these all these houses in like this residential area. What I've noticed too is that my dog was glitching the other day and I was like, Yeah, all right, bud. Like he got we were cleaning this room and he went into this narrow space that he wouldn't normally go into. But it literally looked like a glitch in a video game. He was like, ooh, 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 ooh. And when I went, you okay? He like looked at me and walked out. And I was like, okay, cool, Matrix. You're just caught between dimensions. Yeah, it was. And there was nothing there like catching him. Mm -hmm. But it was just a narrow space that he wouldn't have normally gone into because he doesn't like narrow spaces. But it was really interesting it, w- it was wild to watch. It reminded me of the geese. Well, so, so another thing that's been coming through uh, from some really interesting sources is that right now our like the the main programs that are running in our reality are being upgraded, and mm. they're being they're being changed. So this old programming of like glam and magic and that illusionary reality program is being faded out, and they're coming into this like new program that's running through reality and consciousness and uh there's some like crazy theories about you know like ancient aliens and about the anunnaki and about the like slave driving of this of this reality and of this planet and there's just so much to track right now yeah Uh, but it's it's fascinating to start noticing some of these weird glitches and some of these things that are happening and the signs and the symbols that are showing up and and to again like not be consumed by the fear of it, like having a really healthy balance it, between watching for what's happening and then also like anchoring in your own truth and taking care of yourself and being mentally stable and healthy 
as we navigate these these shifts in these times. Mm-hmm. Totally. Good advice. I don't know about you guys, but I've like felt since I've been noticing or remembering this and reconnecting to this recently that when it comes to like which one we're going to choose, right? And like, you know, what's going to happen. I've always just felt so calm about it. Like I, and, and that's of course, because like, I, I think we're tapped into what's going on. I, I feel, you know, very like much like this is my path and I'm understanding of like what the future holds and I keep my vibration high. But it's more than that. It's like, it's first of all, I just know, I just feel like, no, this is happening. It's already happened. It's done. Like we have to get it there. But I mean, I, I feel very in alignment with that path. But it's more so like I think back to when I was a child and I swear I felt when I was like five years old, I felt like when's that thing going to happen? Like what? Why am I here again? Like I remember thinking I felt very purposeful when I was a little girl, but I remember looking around and just being like, nobody's, you're not, I'm here to help, but nobody wants the help. I'm confused. You know what I mean? Like I Mm. didn't, it just felt like I was always waiting for something Mm. to happen. And now that we're in this moment, it's like all these pieces are just like coming together. And I'm like, oh, like that was what I was waiting. Like I always knew this was coming. And so it just feels so like, like certain to me. Like that, even though, yes, of course, interact, especially when interacting with others, that's the big thing for me is like people around me that I love when I see them starting to spiral or, you know, like get very in fear. I think that's the point that like I'm really, uh, I'm in my training on right now or I'm in my like master level training. I'm really like working Mm -hmm. that out right now. But um, have either of you felt like that when you were younger at all? Or do you feel that now? Well, let Samantha answer. I I do. I feel like ever since I was a little girl, I just knew. I was like, okay, I'm here to to. I always just saw this lighthouse. Ever since I was a really little girl, maybe even since I was six years old, people would ask, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And I'm like, a lighthouse. And I just mm. I just knew that that was my purpose, and I knew that like shit was going to hit the fan. There was going to be a breaking point. And even a year ago in my ayahuasca journeys, I, I just reread my journals yesterday. Um, the whole, my whole, I had pages of it written. And this is a year ago. And it's, I said, the world has been taken over by a virus. And there's this war on consciousness. And we all are being called to access the medicine within, the antivirus within, and to heal this from the inside out. And I saw the origination of the virus, which even coronavirus, this has been around since the origination of time. It's a code that has been implanted in our in our programming. And what people don't realize is that coding, it's something that just needs to be deactivated. It needs to be reprogrammed. And we need to do that within ourselves. And I just knew that I was here to help decondition and deprogram so that we could reprogram. And I see it. I see code. I see the numbers, the zeros and ones and everything. I understand DNA and our biology. And it's just, it was always just clear to me. But mm-hmm. being able to articulate that in a charismatic and appropriate and effective way rather than just raging against the machine. Uh, That has been a huge journey for me.
You know what I love, Alexa? What? Other intuitives that do things that I don't typically do. Ooh, like what? Like pet readings. You know Jamie? <gasps> is this Jamie? You know Jamie? It is Jamie. <laughs> Jamie D intuitive. Love her. Yeah, I love her because she is able to connect to different animals and pets with such ease. Didn't she give you a reading for your pet? She's actually given me two to three readings and each one has given me such specific information about my dog. Actually, like before our first reading, I was really sad because my dog was like not wanting to play at all and seemed really lethargic. And I was sad because I was feeling disconnected from my dog. And Jamie told me the specific type of toy that she said my dog wanted. And I was like, she, I don't know if she'll play with that, but I got the toy and now my dog is so active. My dog has actually lost weight because she's running around so much playing with this toy that I didn't even know she wanted. Didn't your dog have a health issue too that Jamie helped you with? Actually, my dog and my parents' dog both had health issues and Jamie told me what was going on with both of them. It was so comforting, you know, because when a human is sick, like they can actually talk and kind of tell you what they're feeling and what they're experiencing. But when an animal is sick, they can't actually tell you what's going on. So it's so helpful in that moment to have an animal intuitive who can really feel into like actually what's going on and be a translator between the animal and the human. Where can we find Jamie? You can go to Jamie's website, Jamie D Intuitive, to book a pet reading with her. She also does regular readings and she's amazing. Definitely check her out, jamiedintuitive.com and tell her that we sent you. I guess I always assumed that there was going to be a moment in my life. Um, I remember watching movies like uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and she discovers that she's a witch and she can do all these cool things. And I was like, okay, so when's that going to happen for me? Because I've been waiting, and it feels like nothing's happening yet. So, interesting. Even though yeah. you you knew you could see, but I had people. Well, I had people tell me I was crazy my whole life. Right, right, right. So like, it's, it's like it's, asking yourself for permission to let it. Yeah, go. I mean that's definitely one perspective. But I remember I was telling Alexa this, and I'm going to go on record and say it now. I remember being a very small child and looking at something. And have you seen the butterfly effect when he? Yes. And that thing. I remember looking at something and I could do that. And I was like, mm, you don't want to, you don't want to fuck stuff up, so just stop, right? But I did it like many, many times. But I got right to that point where it would start to vibrate, and then I would shut it down. Um, and I remember watching that movie, going, "I used to do that. Like, am I time traveling? What am I doing?" And I've been told that what I was doing is messing with um, different molecules, and I'm taking a solid object and created it into um, what was it? A gas. So I'm, I'm changing the way the molecules are in the object. I'm not time traveling, but I'm changing the molecular structure. Wow. That's, that's so cool. Like, it's so funny. When I think back as a little girl, I would always make potions. I would just take out all these things and make potions. And I was so into witchcraft and I would do like, say spells and do all these different things. And um, my family kind of encouraged it. They like my great grandma, she's from Barbados and she was the wise woman. She was the healer in her community. And, and then I started to really play with it and play with alchemy and, and spell casting and then like positive ways, you know, and, and 
recently I've been having these past life visions of getting burned at the stake as a witch for sharing my mm -hmm. voice. I even had a thyroid issue in this, in this lifetime and I've been getting all these visions. And right now as we're coming forward, you know, really stepping into using more natural medicine, using reprogramming, using affirmations and literally abracadabra casting spells with your words and the codes of, of, of being a, a witch and an alchemist are just so flowing through and it's really cool to be in a time where we can publicly say like yeah you know I've, I've been a witch in past lives and this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm here for and it's helping people to heal and thrive yeah yes yeah. totally it's a good time to be alive the it's a good time to be alive yeah no it is especially for like that's what I keep going back to is that, you know, when Ambi channels the Arc Nine, they've said for so long, and this message has come through so many different channels and intuitives and all kinds of people, but like you wanted to be here for this. Like you Ooh, wanted yeah. to be here now for this. This is like, like it feels like the energy of like, no, no, like this is a ride you 100% wanted to go on very specifically. This is no mistake and this is no like coincidence. You paid a lot of money to get on this ride. Yeah, 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 yeah. You waited a <laughs> lot, you waited a long line for this one and you wanted to be here. And, you know, that keeps ringing in my head and it makes me smile because it makes me feel like you you don't even know really what you're in for yet you don't even really know like the ride that you're in for you think you know and we're like starting it now but you you don't even know and I don't think we'll know fully until we transition I don't think we'll fully dang that's a long time I plan to live for a while you guys well I'm just saying like I don't think that we'll fully understand um the effect that we have in this time, in this, in this life yeah. until we transition and we have that broader perspective. Like it. on a planetary level, we'll never understand like what's happening here fully until we can. Right. Cause yeah. we have theories now, right? Yeah. Like we have this person saying this and this person saying that, and we have intuition, what we know to be true. But I do think it's, I think there's some truth to all of it. And I think that that'll be fully discovered once we transition. Hmm. Totally. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Hmm. Um, I do not want to make this conversation political at all, but I do. Uh -oh. This came up a couple of times while we were talking. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to share it. I am so confused about what to do in this upcoming election. I feel like, and I, again, this isn't about politics or like this. I'm just genuinely confused because I feel like part of me genuinely is like, yes, use your voice, vote for the right people. But you know what I mean? Like put your energy towards. And another part of me is like, I'm, is anything, does this matter? Is this What's going on? And I genuinely feel, and then there's this rage coming up in me too, where I'm like pissed because I'm like, I feel like, and this is a story I'm telling, I'm aware, I'm working through it, but I'm, I, I feel like I don't actually have freedom to vote because I feel like I'm not allowed, I don't know who I want to vote for. I genuinely do not. And I, because I just, I don't feel like I know what's going on. And, um, but I feel like angry that I feel like there's so much shame around, like, it's like, oh, use your freedom to vote. But I genuinely feel like, for example, my family, if I chose freedom one way, it would be like, you're 
like shame, shame. And I, I just, I don't know. What do you guys feel about voting? Do you guys I have haven't any- even thought about voting to be honest with okay. you? <laughs> Mandy, uh, I- Mandy says I've been feeling the same way. Alexa, go ahead, Samantha. I'm Canadian, so mm-hmm. our voting is different. However, in America, it doesn't matter. It's all rigged, anyways. It's That's it's like the whole rigged. the whole system. Like we need to recognize that we are in the most oppressive systems where it doesn't really matter. It's all, it's all zoned off super where, you know, and we don't even know if all the numbers are falsified or if the Russians came in and did something, or if I just feel like the whole system of democracy and freedom of choosing and voting and it's all nonsense. Like I I literally after the last election, I was like, I'm moving to Canada. That's it. I'm out. Good luck, everybody. I hope America can figure this out. Obviously, I didn't. A lot of people said that that they were going to go to Canada. I know. I love it all. Did you get a lot of people, Samantha? I'm not sure if we did, but you know what? She represents all of Canada. Go ahead. What's crazy to me is just again, with this 2020 vision, we are really seeing how disempowered people are. Okay. The fact that the president could make a a suggestion that we might want to explore taking antibacterial soaps and toxins and intravenously sticking them into our veins. And literally hundreds of thousands of people are either calling in and asking if that's a good idea or going to emergency because they started to drink bleach Oh my God. Like the poison control is crazy. The Lysol company had to create a new label and a statement saying this is not for internal use. So the fact fact that people don't even, the fact that that's even a question, it shows how stupid we are being bred. We are so disempowered. The education system, the fact that people could be in education for how many years and they could think, oh, I'm going to take a toxic bleach and potentially stick it into my arm so that I don't get the coronavirus. Or drink it. Or drink it. This is, this is, this is the state of our reality. We are being called forward to have a complete re-education, a complete reprogrammation of the, the, it's, it's, that's it's right. embarrassing. It's embarrassing. like right now, like politics are embarrassing. That's how I feel about it. Like being an American, like I, the governor of what was it, Florida? Like there were, or I don't remember who he was, but he suggested putting a hair dryer in your mouth to kill the coronavirus. Really? And then they had to make a statement that that is not okay to do. Please don't do this. It will hurt you absolutely insane it's embarrassing that's that's one of the reasons i stopped watching what was going on because i'm like i can't i can't even let's just let natural selection happen no i'm just joking I, that's incredible I mean, it is ha- natural selection is happening it is happening but to people that have lost people they genuinely love i'm no of course joking. of course um but i'm saying like the darwin what's that the darwin effect Darwinism? like people who've been called killed by like trying jam like doing this to like the the vending machine because they can't get their candy bar out and the thing falls on them and it's like it happens a lot actually anyway the point is um but this is this is kind of what i'm saying is like yeah totally things are just i i feel the same things are not as they seem we're told that we have all this power but really it seems that we don't and that behind the scenes it's not happening how it says it's happening and you know everyone involved is kind of on this level that we don't really want to be on anyway however in the future, I feel like government will change and look different, hopefully, and some 
people have to govern in some way. You know what I mean? So my question is, how do we get from there here to there without being Ooh. somewhat involved in the process? Like, Ambie, I think of Renee. I'm like, how yeah. is she going to – We just called her out. On the, sorry, on the Renee. Yeah. One of our friends. Um, <laughs> who's been <laughs> told she will it's be fine. involved in government. And she's a light worker and she's um, – mm. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just I, a question I, that comes up for me. I feel like I just disregard it. I, I work in a way I use, so, you know, I use all natural medicines. So I do not need to go to, I don't believe in allopathic medicine. I don't go to the doctor. I don't take any pharmaceuticals. I I feed myself from organic foods from my local farmers. I work predominant, completely online. And as an entrepreneur, I know ways to avoid paying taxes right? We, we just know that as entrepreneurs. I work in my mastermind circles. I connect only with people I want to connect to. I don't live in the matrix as much as possible. And I feel like that's, that's the way that I've chosen to operate. And then if I wanted to go a step further, it's like connecting with these eco villages, these off-grid communities, yeah. these different ways of being, you know, getting, if you want to get into the blockchain and work with cryptocurrencies or work with alternative banking systems, more local banks, rather than these huge meta conglomerate banks, you know, choosing with your dollar, voting with your attention, and just building new systems, these microsystems that you can exist in, where you don't have to be dependent on the disempowering systems that are governing our world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's well said. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, how can, can I ask you, how can people stay healthy in their body, mentally, physically, um, if they are in a lot of fear right now? Mm, yeah. So the, the main practice of alchemy is, is transmutation or transformation. And so you actually can't shove fear away. You can't hide from it. You can't distract it. You have to allow yourself to feel it. So I feel like the first thing is allowing yourself to feel your feelings, right? There's a hurt or a scared little boy or little girl inside that just wants to be acknowledged. So allowing yourself to feel the fear and then parenting yourself, soothing yourself. It's going to be okay. You know, everything is going to work out for me. And then really using positive visualization, positive affirmations, and focusing on what you can, right? You can't control what's out there, but you can control the way you think, therefore the way you feel, therefore the way that you act, therefore your personality and your identity. So really taking this time to focus, what are you putting in your body? Media right? What are you putting in your body? Thoughts? What are you putting in your body? Foods? Is everything that you're putting in, is it healthy and empowering? And does it feel expansive and good? Or is it toxic and disempowering? And does it make you feel more afraid and scared? First thing, stop watching mainstream media. First thing, stop eating mainstream food. Stop taking, you know, mainstream antibiotics and blasting your microbiome when there's natural antibiotics or natural tools. It's like shifting everything in your reality to things that are empowering and healthy for you and recognizing that you are the only one that is responsible for yourself and you have the power to consciously co-create your reality and nobody else is going to do it for you. And once you claim that for yourself, like I am choosing how I think, feel, act and interact with my reality, it's the biggest game changer and everything in your life will transform into gold. Mm, I love that. I love that. Thank Epic. you. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm ready. Go. Uh, Samantha is so, so inspiring and uplifting, um, which is why you do what you do and you do it so well. Speaking of which, do you want to tell everyone? We didn't 
we usually start with that, but we just kind of winged it, which is great. What do you um, tell everyone a little bit about you and how you work and who you work with and all that? Yeah, thank you for asking. I am truly here to empower people and help people overcome the obstacles that are getting in their way of being the healthiest, happiest, most free and fulfilled version of themselves. I truly believe that we each have a a heart's desire or a purpose or a passion and something that a life that we want to create for ourselves. And we've been conditioned and taught in ways that are in opposition to that. So I really like to support people with the tools and the accountability and the support to really be the person that they deserve to be and the, the desire to be. And a lot of that is what I call reality hacking, combining positive psychology, neurobiology, sociology, and then natural medicine. And and yeah, and then reconnecting to community and to love. That's Mm. really what I do. And I work one-on-one. I have some group coaching programs. Normally I run retreats. My podcast is the Reality Hacking Podcast. I like that name. Yeah, it's fun. I've listened. It's good. You always have great content on there and great guests on there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you two got to be on my podcast soon. Yeah, yeah, we would love that. We would. Yeah, and then I love connecting with people, especially through your community. If you are on Instagram and you want to connect, I love seeing what the community is up to. So you can find me at Samantha underscore Lotus. Awesome name. We will put all of your info in our show notes, as always. So if you're listening to this, uh, you can just easily click. Um, and, uh, yeah, Samantha, it's been so awesome to have you on again. You always bring such magic and wisdom and like high energy. Like I'm ready to go, like take on the world when I'm done talking to you. Um, (laughs) yeah. Is there anything else that you feel called to share before we wrap up here? Mm. Yeah. You know, faith. It's like, it, I feel like that word that just comes through is, is faith and just trust, like trust that everything is not happening to you, not happening for you, but it's happening through you as you. And mm-hmm. this, there is a golden lining in every situation. And really, we get to attune to that. We get to attune to that little golden lining. And this is a huge opportunity and a huge test for us to choose which side of consciousness we would like to create. And so if this message resonates with anyone to really tap in and like tap into your heart and to ask, what do you want to be true? And what do you want to create both for yourself and for the world? And then have the faith that you can and your life does matter and your work matters and your purpose matters. And to really, to really trust that and to choose it for yourself and to know that you're supported, like you are supported by us, by the community and just reach out and connect to people that are like-hearted, like-minded that can support you in your life purpose journey because we definitely need you. Mm. What a beautiful message. Thank you. Thank Mm. you so much. And I want to just, you just made me think of a quote that I found this weekend that I feel like it goes with the message you just shared, which was, um, if something is for you, then all you need to be is you to receive it. Mm. And I I think that, it just I want to add that to what you just said because it just it just mm. it just yeah it just it's just such a beautiful sentiment. So thank you, Samantha, for being here. Thank you, everyone, for watching on Facebook. Um, thank you, Ambie, for being here. Oh, thank you, Alexa, for being here. 
You're welcome. Yeah, both of you ladies are so amazing. And I just want to really recognize you for holding such amazing space and facilitating really inspiring, empowering conversations. I really appreciate you having me on again. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, we will be back with another episode soon. Uh, We love you all so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. everybody. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.